Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 104. Um, but I'm gonna, I should mention this more often than I do, um, that um, over 95% of everything I have said in the Shior from the beginning of time up to now, very little of it is my own, always taken from wonderful sources, um, I mentioned um, the book of Zelik Pliskin on marriage. I mentioned um, a book called Beloved Companion by Rav Pesach uh, Freindhandler, and that's uh, where I'm basing this year on, and um, so many other svarim. And um, I want to always say things b'shem Amrai, and sometimes I forget, but uh, I want to be my dia to the Oilam, all of you, that um, I'm not taking any credit for any of the jewels that, that are said here because they're not my own. They are from beautiful sources that I get from Svarim and from these books that I mentioned just now. And um, and Khalil, I don't want to take any type of credit for being mechadish anything Sometimes it's from other people's shiurim, um, and I try to mention when I hear it from other people, like Rabbi Friend, when I heard it from him. Um, there's going to be others that I may quote from, and I'll try to be careful to quote from. Rabbi Schaefer has beautiful Ha'aris on Shalom Bayis, and uh, there's a Rabbi Pemensky that has beautiful lectures on Shalom Bayis, and uh, I'll try my best to... Remember to quote them when I'm getting the information from them um, because it's not about, um, you know, um, me whatsoever. It's about just getting these ideas from the Taira HaKadosha to you. And I want to say it, B'Shem Umre, and give credit to the people that, um, you know, that brought it to light. And if... Uh, any time, if I forget it, I hope I'm asking Mechila in advance, and I certainly it's not intended, because I definitely want to be my dear that all the beautiful things, over 95% of it, come out all of it, is none of it is my own, really. And uh, so um, I'm going to try my best to um, bring the sources. I think I have tried. Sometimes I forget. I don't always mention it in every single shear. Um, but uh, I just wanted to bring that across. I think it was very, it's very important to express that. So anyway, so this is from the book, Beloved Companion. He brings a story from Rev. Freinhandler. He brings a story, Tchafetz Chaim, which uh, for some reason I must have missed when I read the biography. I'm not sure if it's in there or not, but I, I forgot about the story. But it seems like in 1903, there was a tremendous fire in Raden, and uh, that fire spread through, burned many houses, and it abated, and it was put out before it reached the house of the Chafetz Chaim. And you had all these homeless Jews in Raden congregating uh, in the Chafetz Chaim's yard. He stopped learning and devoted his time helping them. He was able to obtain loans. He traveled to large cities for 10 weeks after that to raise large, to raise, to raise large sum of monies uh, 
for the families. He had his family write letters to other big cities for support, and large amounts of money did come in, and clothing came in, and the Chavetz Chaim's home became a distribution center for the aid, uh, for the people in Raden who had lost their homes. He also applied for aid from the Russian treasury. There was some type of a law there from a fire that you had a right to appeal for that, and he received a large sum of money from the Russian government, from the Russian treasury. Um, I thought it was in Poland. The book said Russian. Uh, maybe at that point it was under Russian rule where he was. I'm not sure. And these funds were given to the victims of the fire. But the ones from the Russian treasury were given to all the victims, including the non-Jews of the town. And the non-Jews' admiration for Chavetz Chaim and the way he handled this crisis and that he was concerned not just for the the Jews but for the non-Jews, the admiration they had was so great that even in the churches on Sunday when the priest gave speeches about the kindness of the Chavetz Chaim, they used the Chavetz Chaim as an example, as the epitome of kindness to be emulated and this unique ability to help others um, was a special quality of the Chafetz Chaim. And Rabbi Feinhandler ties it in that you have to say, and it makes sense, that it's, it's, it's a... Um, to do such chasadim is to recognize the value of the, in, the uniqueness of each individual that you're doing this chesed for, that you're helping. And um, he goes from here into talking a little bit about, I guess it was Parshas Devarim at the time, uh, Parshas Bamidbar, excuse me, and he started to talk about the Degolim, uh, that Hashem gave out of love, it's what the Diglu Ahava, the Degolim was given as a, as a present to us, Klal Yisrael, out of love, out of special love for us, he gave us those degolim, those banners, just like the malochim upstairs. It's brought down the malochim hakdoshim up, uh, or have these banners. Shevet Reuven for itself, Shimon for himself, and um, Rav Hanina brings down a marshal that by a melech normally, when you say, "Where's the king?" Where's the king? And you point with your finger, here's the king. That's a sign of chutzpah. And you could uh, bury the malchus. But with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Tinoi little children by Oz Yosher, they recognize Hashem, they point it with their finger. Here is Hashem, Zekeli Van Veyu. And it brings down this pasuk of a digloi vahava, that Hashem allows us to do that. And um, the Degolim, the, the whole ta- purpose of these degolim is to recognize the tafkid of each yachid, each individual, and each shevet, s- specifically, that only that particular shevet could do that particular shlichus, and every specific individual in that shevet, in Klai Yisrael, needs to do their particular shlichus. And Enochanami, we are a klal, but we're not a hamoinam, meaning we are not just a mixture of multitudes, 
we are a klal, and a klal means that every yachid is chashiv in that klal. I may have mentioned it a few times, and I saw it once in the Sfas Emes, where he says the Lushen, Prat Hatzarech Leklal, and Klal Hatzarech Leprat. And uh, it's from the, you know, the Yud Gemomidus, the talks about these things, with Klal Leprat, and so on. Klal Shutzarech Leprat, the Prat Shutzarech Leklal. The individual needs the multitude, and the multitude needs the individual. And that banner shows the specific abilities of each specific shavit and every person within that shavit. And that was given to us out of great love. The uniqueness that Hashem chose to give us that gift, to accentuate our particular gifts of how we in particular could serve Hashem in the best way we can. And then he goes after that into marriage, and that's a big side in marriage to learn from the story of the Degolem, to recognize the individuality and the specialness and uniqueness of our spouses and to appreciate them for who they are. And no matter how your spouse may behave externally at times and no matter who your spouse is, there's always something there Always, that's unique and special about that person, about your husband or your wife. And part of the idea of accentuating that expression of uniqueness is to make sure never to try to compare your spouse to anyone else. Because no two people are alike. And instead of trying to compare two people to you know one to the other or compare your spouse to somebody else you try to find and if you try you will find that special quality or special qualities of your husband or of your wife and you learn to appreciate them and that is a tremendous side that needs to be learned and um, some ex- husbands excel in learning Torah. Some excel in business. Some excel in doing chesed. Some excel in doing household chores. Some excel in um, creating beautiful music. And um, wives too. Some are very good at performing mitzvahs, of doing special chesed. Some are good at earning money. Some are, have a special talent in the way they raise their children. Some are great cooks, great bakers, and um, some are great designers. So every husband, every wife has specific, beautiful gifts. We'll continue on this theme, B'Ezus Hashem, in the next year. But it's an important thing to realize that this uniqueness stems from the beauty that is within each neshama in Klal Yisrael, Tzalem Aleikim, and that is, Hashem is saying, by the fact that you're born, that you're special, that you have a new unique role in this world, and unique role in this life, and you're placed here for a very deep purpose, 
and you were placed there because of that deep purpose and your husband or your wife that you're spending your life with was put for you to share that life together. It's meant it's and it's meant for the purpose for you to explore each other's good points and to build each other up and together to go through life serving Hashem with Simcha. Have a wonderful day.